Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Welcome everyone to Season 2, Episode 33, Ice Cream. Hi, Tori. Hi. I'm so excited. (laughs) We're back. We're back. We've been gone for a while. Literally, it was a month between a month off. Can you believe we like took a month off? No, good for us. Everyone needs a sabbatical. I know. I know. And I'm so excited because we're back. We have a brand new setup. We got two mics. Oh my gosh, look at us. We got headphones. We got a full-on audio equipment. I don't know if we should be bragging about that, but yay, we're excited about it. <laughs> yeah, we've come so far. We've we have. come so far. Well, we're here today to talk ice cream, but before we dive into the episode, we're going to play our favorite game, Guess the Disney Plus Synopsis. So if you are somebody working at Disney Plus and you are trying to create a very concise description for this episode, what would you do? What would you say? Okay, keeping it simple. Keeping it simple. In their method, trying to channel them. Bandit buys Bluey and Bingo ice cream. (laughs) You did much better last time. Okay, good. Well, there was a couple different directions. Like, do I include Muffin? Do I mention them? Do I not? I don't know. Yeah. So the official Bluey um, Disney Plus synopsis is Bluey and Bingo want to lick each other's ice creams. Oh, my goodness. They went like the other direction. They 100% did. So according to the official Bluey TV website, this is episode 46. So it happens later in the season than when we saw it. And it says Bluey and Bingo want to lick each other's ice creams, but they are so focused on making sure each lick is fair, they don't notice that their ice creams are melting. Basically, that is the entire, that's not even a synopsis. That is the story condensed. Yeah, totally. Beginning, middle, and end right there. Overview. (laughs) Total overview. So what did you think of ice cream? So as it happens with this show, no matter what the parent does, the kid ends up learning a lesson. And I think it's unfair because that's not how real life is. So I was kind of, I don't want to say annoyed, but... He is rewarding bratty behavior, but in the show, it still helps them learn a lesson. And so I think it might be like, I'm a little bit jealous. Like, why, oh, why can real life not be like that? Oh, I ask myself all the time, why, oh, why real life cannot be like Bluey (laughs) in so many instances. But yes, the parenting, 100%. It all works out for Bandit. Oh, my God. And they get both an ice cream and a life lesson at the end. Spoiler. Uh, versus for real life where we just have bratty kids at the end. I know. It just feels unfair. It if is unfair. If any of us did that same technique, the kid would just get brattier. But in this case, they actually learned a lesson. So I think I'm just jealous. I can see that. That's that's 100% fair. <laughs> I am jealous of the parents in Bluey all the time. Right? This is the happiest All right, so let's dive into the episode and we can talk all the for real life pain points that we feel while we go through. The girls are looking at toys while Bannett and Uncle Stripe are sitting nearby. Bluey would like one of the toys, but Bandit says no unless she pays for it herself. She says she doesn't have any money, and after Bluey says that that isn't fair, Bandit says it's pretty fair. 
which is how I feel about children and money. So next we hear a scream and we see that Muffin has gotten a toy dinosaur that she was looking at stuck on her ear. Because of course Muffin did. <laughs> I would expect nothing less from Muffin. <laughs> it's just like how how does that even work but you don't even question it's muffin so we just go with it then we get to see a beautiful outside shot of brisbane complete with a bin chicken hey we love those we love ibis we do they're they're everywhere the group is now walking and the girls see an ice cream cart but bandit says to keep walking when they ask if they can have an ice cream, Bandit refuses and says that no one is getting ice cream because they had one yesterday and they've already had too much sugar. This is good reasoning. Very good reasoning, right? I think Uncle Stripe's going to mess it up. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> much like Muffin getting a dinosaur stuck on her ear, Uncle Stripe is going to come in and just throw a wrench in Bandit's plans. So Bingo is laying on the ground, completely dejected, and Bluey says that it's not fair again and that Muffin got an ice cream. Bandit says Muffin didn't get an ice cream right as Muffin enters the frame eating an ice cream. <laughs> of course she does. Of course she does. And I don't know which of those 18 flavors she got, but it looked like all of them. It oh. looked like she got every single flavor that that ice cream stand person had all rolled into one. I didn't notice. Was it like rainbow? There was a lot of colors. Oh my gosh, so funny. There was a lot happening with her ice cream, of course. <laughs> so Bandit rolls his eyes and Stripe says that he did it because she got a velociraptor stuck on her head. <laughs> so let's pause here. Because I want to talk about a for a life moment that happened to me the other day. I purchased a play pack of skin mm -hmm. in Minecraft for my son <laughs> after someone pushed him down and he got in, like a gouge, Aww. a massive cut on his eyebrow. So I am feeling Uncle Stripe in this moment. <laughs> like, your child's been wounded. That's in this so case, funny. by a velociraptor. Give him some ice cream. <laughs> My real life moment hasn't actually happened yet, but a friend of mine just went in together and bought tickets to Disney on Ice oh, for fine. the two of us and our daughters. And I don't know if you've been to a Disney on Ice performance, but there are like lots of things to buy and they're all very expensive. So I was actually thinking like, okay, I need to game plan with my friend in advance. Like, what are we buying and what are we not? Because like, if I buy a snow cone, then she's gonna have to and vice versa. So I feel like we need to unite before we go in there and like have a plan so that we don't uncle stripe each other. Can we make that a new saying? Oh Let's God. not uncle stripe this situation. <laughs> totally. I, I love think, it. I think that's an amazing game plan to have because anytime a child sees somebody else with something, they're going to want the same thing. Yeah. We bought the tickets like yesterday and I haven't seen her in person, but I did think like, okay, the next time I see her, I need to mention this in advance so we remember because of course the tickets are not for like two months. <laughs> So Bandit concedes and the healers go to the ice cream cart as Uncle Stripe and Muffin head off to catch the fairy. Bluey again says that it's not fair. Muffin says it is. And when they realize Muffin will not be sharing her ice cream, Bandit concedes and buys the girls their own. Which, you know, again, you're put in a hard spot as a parent when you see somebody else, you know, kid with something. Yeah. Especially cousins. They're cousins. Totally. Right? So Bingo decides to 
pick out the mango ice cream, a flavor that I personally have never seen. I've seen it in gelato. Yeah, or sorbet, Or maybe. sorbet. Yeah. But not like actual ice cream. Right. Bluey, on the other hand, can't decide between mango and strawberry, but she finally settles on strawberry. I do love a good strawberry ice cream. Nice. Yes. Actually, one of my favorites is Neapolitan, because then you get a little bit of chocolate, get a little bit of vanilla, and then you get that strawberry. That is a good one. It is a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. So as Bandit waits to pay for his, the ice creams, those little card reading machine, he changes his mind about getting one for himself and orders a double scoop of chocolate ice cream extra large. (laughs) He's hungry. He's very hungry. Yes. All three of them sit on a bench and happily eat their ice creams until Bluey asks for a look of Bingo's mango ice cream. Bingo is hesitant, but does agree as long as she gets a lick of Bluey's. And I really like the bandit quote here. Here we go. (laughs) Like you knew this was going to happen. It sounds simple, but it will get complicated. So complicated. (laughs) Bingo quickly pulls her ice cream back. Because it looks like Bluey wants a, quote-unquote, big lick. According to Bingo, Bluey's tongue is bigger and it's all the way out, which is what constitutes a, quote-unquote, big lick. The girls start to bicker about the size of the licks and the fairness of their tongue sizes, which, you know, okay. And who gets to go first? Bandit tells them to sort it out, and Bingo has a great idea to take a lick of each other's ice creams at the same time. I do appreciate the creative problem-solving skills of Bingo in this moment. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But as they both stick out their tongues, equal distances, they start to circle around each other, not wanting the other to lick. And then we get the start of Tchaikovsky's Waltz of the Flowers. It begins in the background just a little bit, and then the girls start spinning around with their tongues out trying to lick each other's ice cream. Bandit gets up and follows the girls as they pirouette through the Brisbane South Bank area. Also want to pause here and just say, I've seen photos comparing... Bluey's the background of the South Bank area from the Bluey episode to for real life places. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brisbane is just beautiful and amazing and gorgeous. And I am still firmly in a belief that if we are doing this podcast and Bluey's on the air when the Olympics come to Australia, that like we need to go. Oh, I love this idea. I'm totally in. I feel like there's some way that we can try to make it happen or at least rationalize it to ourselves. Yeah. I'm, right? I'm with you. Totally. Because I think we're still pretty far away. They haven't even had the Paris Olympics, mm-hmm. but it's a summer Olympics too. Yeah. Which would mean I think that it's like winter here. And then we can visit all the locations of yes. like our favorite episodes. I know. We can have the people from Bluey's Brisbane totally. take us around. Love it. I know. They'd be great tour guides. Yes. Perfect. Amazing. So as the girls move through the various areas, we can see some of our favorite things, like bin chickens. <laughs> Their ice creams begin to melt, leaving a trail of pink and yellow drops behind them. 
Then the girls suddenly realize that their ice creams have completely melted and desperately try to lick some out of the cones before collapsing in a sad heap on the ground. They go to Bandit all upset, and he explains that the sun melts ice cream. (laughs) I love this. He's just like, yep, sun melts ice cream. This is what happens. To which Bluey says that it's not fair. And Bandit answers, it's about as fair as it gets. Every time Bluey in this episode says, well, it's not fair. I just, I enjoy Bandit's response. It's so good. So they ask him if he can buy them another one, and he says, no chance. It's not his fault, and that they should have learned a valuable life lesson. And he shouldn't have bought them for them in the first place. (laughs) Well, I mean, we wouldn't be at this point if he didn't, so, you know. Good point. Bluey, of course, proclaims that she doesn't want a valuable life lesson, that she just wanted ice cream, which I can also relate to yeah. in life. There's a lot of times I don't want a valuable life lesson. I don't, I, I don't want it. Like, you can take it back. <laughs> Bingo, meanwhile, is still laying on the ground, and she howls. She does a little dog howl. Ooh. It was pretty cute. It was so freaking cute. Bandit then offers the girls his ice cream instead. And as they both go to grab the spoon, they agree to take turns and share the chocolate. Bluey says she's sorry that dad doesn't get an ice cream. And when he says he's fine, Bingo says it's his job to give them his ice cream because he's a big daddy man. Basically, that's the end of the episode. Cute. Yeah. Although I do have, I have to say, I have a problem with this comment that Bingo says that it's his job. Yeah. A little like taking for granted the fact that he sacrifices ice cream for them. Exactly. I mean, granted, they did learn the lesson, as you were talking about earlier. They Mm -hmm. did learn the lesson. So I can see him being like, okay, you did learn the lesson. Here's the ice cream. But don't like offer him a scoop. (laughs) Yeah, at least share something. True. Um, The other thing I thought was funny was that they made a total mess. There's, like, drops of ice cream everywhere, and, like, nobody seems to care. Like, zero concerns. Mm -mm. I mean, I don't know if Ibis lick up ice cream, but I feel like it's probably not good for them if they do. (laughs) Right? There's going to be some animals that probably get sick because they're licking up all those drops of ice cream. It's going to be all sticky and, ugh. (laughs) Yeah. Not great, you guys. Not great. But... The music worked perfectly. Yes, I was going to say that the music gets a gold star. It was beautiful. Like all of that to say that this was a beautiful, there was a beautiful scene in here. And we got to see, you know, the Brisbane skyline and listen to beautiful music. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. -hmm. The use of the Nutcracker music was really nice. And to your point, you know, it starts subtle and then it builds and builds Mm -hmm. and they're dancing in circles. And yeah, it was very well done. Also, how did they not fall down from the (laughs) amount of spinning that they did? I, I don't I'm not sure what all they moved through. So I can't say how long they were actually doing it. Like if it was a mile, if it was half a mile Mm -hmm. that they covered. But man, I'd be really dizzy. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Okay, parenting award. I'm actually going to give it to Uncle Stripe. Why? Because he was nice to Muffin when she got the (laughs) Velociraptor stuck on her head. That's funny. I was just thinking that he caused the problem of buying it for Muffin. The other thing was he bought it for Muffin and then they had to get on the, was it 
The ferry. The ferry. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They have to get on the ferry right away. So it's like, you said yes, and now she has to wolf it down, and now you left him behind. And I was like, come on. Look, kids, Muffin gets an ice cream because she got a dinosaur stuck on her head. It was a Velociraptor. Oh, no fair. It's totally fair. I... I like to think that Muffin would have probably wolfed the whole thing down anyway. <laughs> Good point. <That's laughs> no matter true. what. But he didn't really cause it. Bandit did it to himself. That's true. He he kind of did it to himself. And then the girls, they, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm giving it to him this time. Okay. I mean, he's... Yeah. He yeah. taught a lesson and he, he sacrifices ice cream, so... Mm-hmm. All right. Any favorite lines or laugh out loud moments? Um, no. My favorite I wanted to call out was just the music. Yeah, yeah. I think that was kind of my my takeaway as well. And then I don't think there was any Aussie American translations either. It was a pretty straightforward episode. Yeah, I think it was. Considering a third of it was just music. Right. (laughs) But still good all the same. All right. Is there anything else, any other notes that you have? So at the beginning of the episode, were they like at a shop or something? Where were they? Yeah, they were definitely at a shop. To me, it looked like they were at a gift store oh, inside okay. of like a museum. Because oh, if you sense. looked past Bandit and Stripe, it kind of looked like maybe there was like a dinosaur or something out there. The types of toys that they had in there were very like museum. Oh, okay. Sort of toys. Got it. They have to make sense. So like an outing with like yes. a museum. Yeah, they had one of those pin. I don't even know what it is. That pin thingy. Yeah. Where you can like put your hand into it. I do not understand those. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have one of those. Oh, like what do you do with it? I don't understand. So we have one that's kind of like an old school. I don't know if you'd call it an antique. But it was like hard plexi with like the metal pins. And you can like press your hand against it. And then if you pull your hand out, it like leaves the imprint of your hand or whatever. My kids are they, love are, it. Are they good for anything besides doing handprints? Okay, so my son, whenever we go to Target, you know how they have those bins on the very end sometimes that where they just kind of chuck all the various toys mm-hmm. or they have things that are $1 or $2? Yep. So they normally have that little pin thing. He's seen them in there, and he always picks them up and he starts playing with them. And he tries to convince me to get it for him. And in all my head, in my head all I can think about is you put your hand in it. And then you can put a finger in it. And then you can put your hand back in it. Like, <laughs> none of this to me seems like fun or exciting. So I need you to convince me why, oh, like, what the purpose of this thing is for. Yeah, you do not have to get one. But the other thing my kids do is they'll take, like, little figures or toys and do it on that. And then leave it up on the bookshelf. So it'll be like a rubber ducky imprint or like a little people imprint and then just leave it as like a little kind of tchotchke display thing. But if you don't want to invest a lot of money, the other place you can get these is the Dollar Tree. Oh, okay. So our antique like hardcore heavy duty one is like big and like heavy materials. But Dollar Tree makes these really cute little ones that are like... I don't know, an inch and a half by an inch and a half. And it's all like plastic acrylic-y stuff. So break's much easier. But they're like colorful and cute and little and fun. So we have a couple of those too. Do they hold the shape as well? I feel like that's the whole point is creating the shape. Yeah, I mean, the shape holds all right. Okay. All right. Well, maybe... Maybe for like an Easter stocking stuffer. I mean, oh, Easter's coming up, cute. right? Yeah, they have like bright green and bright blue. It's just the color of the square part is okay. colorful. And then I think the pins are white. But Oh, okay. 
Good yeah, it's a fun little, I All guess right. I would call it a fidget now, but oh, a yeah. little fidget That's toy. That's true. That's true. Okay. Well, with that, I think we've come to the end of this episode. Do you want to double check anything else? No, I think, okay. I mean, we talk toys, so I'm happy. We talk- <laughs> toys and ice cream. What a great episode. <laughs> I know, and beautiful music. Yeah. Aww. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Come back next week when we talk season two, episode 34, Bad Mood. Thanks. I don't want a Valley Mulan lesson. I just want an ice cream. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at for real life period pod. That's F O R R E A L L I F E period P O D. Or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is for real life period pod at gmail.com. Have a great day.